Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Well, back in late August 2019, Bob Chapek, then responsible for Disney Parks and Attractions, stood up in D23 and announced a ginormous slate of new attractions coming not only across the globe, but specifically to Walt Disney World. At that time, the post that we kind of built out for that showcased some, what I believe I recall, 75 new attractions, restaurants, shops, entertainment, hotels, and more. Well, we're going to go back in time as D23 2022 approaches. We're going to go back in time to see what has happened and what is still yet to happen. The list of previously announced editions uh, not completed is noticeable, but so is the list of what has been completed. You'll be surprised as we go through the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disney's Animal Kingdom, and throughout the entire Walt Disney Resort to see what has been built and what is yet to be completed. Make sure uh, you check out DisneyAtPlay.com as we'll have an entire list of all of this uh, that you can check out and some photos and links and so forth. So make sure you check that. And if you have an opportunity, please go to your subscriber or to iTunes and leave a favorable rating or review if you have a chance so that other people uh, have a chance to check out the podcast as well. Well, I remember very well uh, D23 <laughs> um, back in 2019. I was writing furiously because there were so many things that were talked about. And of course, this is this is late August, so it wasn't until March of the following year in 20 that everything got canceled. You know that the whole um, the whole world shut down because of COVID. So at that point, it was like full steam ahead. We got a big slate, and I think Bob Chapek, who is not yet even named as CEO, he was trying to look good and trying to have this big list of everything, and. Um, so let's see, just afterwards, by the way, you know, D23 is coming up in, well, next month. And this is actually part of a three-part series. Last uh, week, I believe it was, we covered um, attractions that are still closed because of COVID. That may have been two weeks ago. But we covered attractions that were still closed due to COVID. This week, we are covering this what has been completed and what has not been completed since D23 of 2019. Now, usually D23 is held every two years, but because of COVID last year, they pushed it back another year. Well, um, and and so it's now in 22, and I suppose it will be two years after that. From here on out, it will be um, on even years instead of odd numbered years. At any rate, we're going to talk about that today. And then um, before D23, we're going to talk about attractions we think that are going to be announced and what's going to come out of the D23 list. Of course, then we'll have D23 to talk about what really did happen. So it'll be it'll be really interesting. This will be very helpful in preparation for D23 because it'll it'll toggle your memory as to, oh, yeah, yeah, that they promised that, didn't they? We weren't going to offer that. So. Here we go. Let's start with uh, the Magic Kingdom. 
first off, and by the way, I should mention, not all these things were mentioned in D23. Some things were mentioned subsequent to D23. In fact, some things were mentioned subsequent, and I thought, man, they didn't mention it in D23, and here we got this coming. The um, obvious one is, while people knew the 50th anniversary was coming, uh, people really didn't know any details about the 50th anniversary, and they weren't announced, as I recall, in any detail in 2019. But since that time, the Cinderella Castle has gone through a 50th anniversary makeover. And with that, and the 50th anniversary, Disney Enchantment premiered. Again, another thing that was not announced back in 2019, but Disney Enchantment, their fireworks have been announced. They're also, and I have to count this because I think it went um, underlooked. I mentioned it maybe once or twice uh, preceding the 50th anniversary, but they did an amazing park-wide refurbishment of every attraction uh, that was opened at that time. And they really did a great job of just freshening up and, and putting things there. What was undergoing um, work at that time was a parking lot remodel of the TTC and the drop-off area with the trams, that's been completed. And then, surprisingly, that came in the middle of COVID that had nothing related to D23 announcements. See, none of these things, other than the TTC, which wasn't really mentioned in, in D23, but the only thing happening in construction-wise at the time of D23 in 2019 was the parking lot. All these things have been brought in since. And the thing that was surprising was the refurbished Jungle Cruise um, and all of the elements, which um, still continue to surprise me because I had no idea that that um, that uh, guns were being set off and, and the water was exploding in the water in the gorilla scene. That I just saw just recently. So that was a surprise. I don't know if they're continuing to add a little surprises to that, but... It's a refurbished Jungle Cruise and, a, and so much fun to see. Now, what they did announce that is still yet to come is Tron Light Cycle Power Run. This thing has gone through a very long construction cycle and uh, light cycle. And, um, and I would imagine it's going to be announced as to the opening date in D23. But uh, the other thing that I think will be talked about in D23, and I don't want to talk too much about what's coming, but, but it has been announced, is the refurbishment of Splash Mountain into Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I remember very much being in the gym and seeing the headlines come over and this being announced on, on the Disney Parks blog and being so surprised by it because it came, I want to say it came in late... Um, May or so just um, I don't even know if the parks had reopened I, I think it was during that time period the parks were closed and this was being announced and I thought man you've announced all these things for a D23 and and now suddenly you're you're announcing this this new Splash Mountain into Tiana's Bayou Adventure that was a very surprising announcement in the out of the middle of nowhere and the middle of a closure, as I recall. Let's go over to Epcot. And by the way, just going back to Magic Kingdom, not a lot done, not a lot announced compared. I mind you, a, a, 
a Tron light cycle run and, and a Splash Mountain redo is, is are pretty big things, but but that list is small compared to what's been completed and what is still yet to be completed at Epcot. First off is they had announced at D23 a new Epcot, kind of the return of the Epcot logo, and I wouldn't mention a logo per se, but honestly, when you put that on trash receptacles and on signage and on the parking lots, there's a lot of places that is showing up and that there's a lot of investment. You'd be surprised how much investment goes into reshaping the look of just simply the logo everywhere. Spaceship Earth, uh, Beacons of Magic. That was not announced at D23, but wow, what? And I'm not mentioning the Beacons of Magic for any of the other parks because it's just projection, but those lights, that is transformative of what has happened to Spaceship Earth. Without losing its daytime look, it has created a new look and feel that is just really amazing. Their parking lot was under transformation at the time. We'll keep going back and forth on that theme. The front entrance and um, fountain transformation, the return of the traditional obelisk, um, I think you would call it fountains, and the removal of those, um, well, maybe obelisk again, which had everybody's picture on it um, engraved. There are a lot of changes to that front entrance that has been created. That has been completed. The lands have all been completely redefined. Um, up front, Future World uh, is now World Celebration and World Discovery and World Nature. Uh, there were three movies that have come out, and I think they were announced in uh, D23. Awesome Planet, Canada Far and Wide, Beauty and the Beast Sing Along. Those came out not, not weeks before the pandemic set in. Uh, one thing that was not announced, but just kind of came about, was Takumi Tei, which um, I don't know if I mentioned it reopening yet, because it, I don't believe that it has reopened. Regal Eagle Smokehouse, complete redo of that counter-service restaurant at the American Adventure. Uh, that has been um, re redone. Um, Gelateria Toscano in Italy, the little ice cream um, um, gelato place in that world showcase country has been added out of the blue it just you know construction fences were up there and they were putting it in uh, the art of disney store was changed over at american adventure it had been in the front of the park remember as part of interventions it got changed and moved to that storefront at american adventure the biggie that has come to Epcot recently. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind went on it last week. Had a blast. I can't seem to get off of Gloria Stephens. Um, and um, everyone wants to rule the world. I can't seem to get to the other four songs. But but um, I love the cue for that. I love the ride for that. It doesn't work for everyone. But man, I really enjoy it. And it's, and it's awesome. Space 220 premiered, haven't had a chance to visit it yet, but that is a big addition that came to Epcot. A new Club Cool came to Epcot. The Connections Cafe and Eatery completely redid the, the old electric umbrella, added a Starbucks component to it. The Creations Gift Shop completely 
um, redid the gift shop experience um, that uh, was there previously. And then finally, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure back in France. That was a biggie that was added and was announced in D23, the creperie in connection with that. And then finally, the Harmonious Fireworks. So really, uh, just right there, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 different new, new things at Epcot. Um, that have been completed since that 2019. Still to come, though, is a list in and of itself. Spaceship Earth was announced for a redo. It hasn't gone down for that, and I don't think it ought to until they finish out World Celebration, the middle of the park that follows it. But, um, but I do kind of, and I was a little hesitant to having it done, but honestly, I do think it needs uh, a new touch to it. It is, um, it should always be one of the very best attractions to visit. It's a uniquely designed attraction. Always will retain that, the geodesic sphere and the fact that a ride goes through it, but it could be freshened up and, and made and brought to another level. The Play Pavilion, which is supposed to go into the old wonders of life. Very little said about that. That needs to come in. Dreamer's Point and the Walt Disney statue, which follows right behind Spaceship Earth. That needs to go in. Interactive Wishing Tree. I don't even know if that's still on. I haven't seen in the more recent view and showcase of what World Celebration is that that's even going in. Um, there was also a sort of story fountain. I'm not sure about that either. What we do know is a Communicore Festival Pavilion. The Festival Pavilion was announced in D23, but that was a multi-story, elevated, up-in-the-air kind of thing. This is very much on the earth um, and uh, seemingly one-level kind of experience. So it is not what uh, was originally hoped for, but uh, I do like the title, Communicore. Uh, Journey of Water, that was announced at D23, along with Wondrous China, along with Mary Poppins, which has remained very quiet, and along with the new Epcot score. So if you recall D23, there were two, I mean, there were all these announcements, but two things occurred where they just completely stopped and, and showcased. And one of them was that Dick Van Dyke came out and did a whole number with a bunch of chimney sweeps from Mary Poppins, and there they announced a new Mary Poppins attraction. Big, big showcase number, and no attraction to show for it now. And then the second thing was they had an entire orchestra come out and perform a piece from the new Epcot score. And I'm, I've been scratching my head and going, where is that? Now, I found, a, I think it was Blog Mickey, I found a piece that said, actually, that score is supposed to come out in 23. So um, I guess when it's all done, particularly that centerpiece area, they'll introduce the new Epcot score, which is really more um, appropriate, I guess, for um, the front half of the park as opposed to the uh, World Showcase half. But at any rate, look for these things to still be, still to come, maybe. Maybe on Mary Poppins, maybe there'll be a new announcement. Maybe Dick Van Dyke will reappear. We'll have to come back to that conversation on another day.
Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, much of what has been completed at the studios was not announced at this last D23. It was the centerpiece of the D23 previous to it. What happened is, is one week was D23 and the following week, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened. Almost all of Star Wars Galaxy Edge. What opened was the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, Ogus Cantina, Docking Bay, Seven Food and Cargo, Ronto Roasters, Katsaka's Kettle, Savi's Workshop, Doc Gondar's Den of Antiquities, which I have to say is probably one of the very coolest gift shops ever, retail locations ever opened, Mubo's Droid Depot, also very cool, Bina's Creature Stall, Toy Darian Toy Maker, First Order Cargo, Resistance Supply, uh, the Milk Stand, um, and Black Spire's Outpost. Did I get the experience with the lights? Savi's Workshop, I did get that in. Black Spire's outfit, Outfitters. All of that opened the week after D23. So I'm being kind of, I'm, I'm really trying to frame since the last D23, what is open, and technically this all opened the week after. So it was a big outfit, Bob Chapik, um, opened it as opposed to Bob Iger who had really introduced it in California along with George Lucas and Harrison Ford and and um, uh, but here it was just Bob Chapek and some costume characters it was um, kind of an interesting opening but notwithstanding it was a great now it, what was interesting is that I actually had gone out earlier in the summer for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge when the week it opened in Disneyland because that land along with Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run had opened at Disneyland way prior to D23. Um, so I had already been out there. But then after, even though I had gone to 09 and 11 and 13 or 15 and 17 of D23s, I'd gone to four previous D23s. I didn't go to the 19 D23. Um, because I'd gone to Disneyland out there earlier. But I was here when, of course, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge reopened. Now, what happened is then months later, Rise of the Resistance opened here first, and then a few months later, just weeks prior to um, uh, the pandemic setting in, Rise of the Resistance opened at Disneyland. So that... Um, so again, that added to the whole list with Rise of Resistance. And then right following, Rise of the Resistance was like the first week of January. I was there the first day with a group. And then Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway happened either the last week of January, the first week of February, and then everything closed around the first week of March. Of course, I can't help but remember you know, that song is is an earworm. You know, nothing could stop us now. I don't know how. You know, you, you hear those words go through you as as a pandemic sets in and the world closes. Nothing can stop us now. It was so ironic that that attraction had opened just prior. With that, by the way, was a Mickey Shorts Theater that was um, open. And then also a little thing that opened or reopened is Jesse's Trading Post that it opened as a as a previous uh, 
gift shop in the footprint of the employee break room at uh, Toy Story Mania. Now it's a more formal um, gift shop. Those are the things that have happened, and big things that have happened at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Truly, that park has been very transformed since the last D23. Still to come, at this point, the only thing announced to come at the studios is the Toy Story Land Roundup Barbecue Restaurant. That's the only thing that is upon uh, on the plate. Which, um, well, let me go to Disney's Animal Kingdom and talk about that. Come back to that in a minute. Disney's Animal Kingdom had a couple of things completed. The parking lot entrance, again, that situation. Club 33. Um, all the other Club 33s were remodels. Club 33 at Disney's Animal Kingdom was a ground-up kind of building that was built adjacent, uh, close to uh, Festival of the Lion King in Africa. They created a new Disney holiday lighting package, which I think... Um, is is worthy of noting because it was just it was a beautiful gorgeous thing when it premiered in 2019 and they continue to to have it kite tails came out of the blue this year and and blew away practically um before we got very far on it but but kite tails has since come and then also new is and i think it is new finding nemo the big blue beyond i haven't done my a review of that still I sh but um, I need to go back and also do the tumble monkeys at Lion King I have heard some important things have been dropped out of the Lion King show so I'm gonna hold that for another day but so um, more to come on that well more to come is is what is going on at as as new things to come to Disney's Animal Kingdom because nothing right now is on the list at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So between the studios and Animal Kingdom, only a Roundup Barbecue restaurant is on the on the table. So look to these two areas, particularly Animal Kingdom, for a, a big D23 announcement. I would hope so. I think there is something still needed in Disney's Animal Kingdom to complement that attendance in that park. Now, let's go resort-wide. And again, big things that have occurred. The Disney Skyliner premiered um, about the same time that um, uh, just right in what I could tell is was in the aftermath of D23 around the September-October time frame. So... That and Disney's Riviera Resort with Topolino's, uh, Voyager's Lounge, Primo Piatto, Bariva, and La Boutique. Um, all of those uh, shops and uh, eateries. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. This was announced at D23. This was one of the big surprises out of it. It was one of those moments you're saying, wow, they are really doing a lot here at Disney. Um, and that has already opened up um, and been completed. The Tricircle D Ranch has always been at um, Fort Wilderness, but they built a whole new, they spent a couple of million on this, a whole new facility there because they were going to um, put in another thing next door that I'll talk about in a minute. Swan and Dolphin Reserve, that was called the Cove originally, but it has opened up. Um, with its uh, restaurant and, um, uh, and other facilities. 
I didn't even itemize here Flamingo Crossings. The town center is still progressing, but there have been a, several hotels that have come in. That's a whole new world happening out there, along with the cast member housing complex has gone in over there. Over at Disney Springs, they had announced Ample Hills Creamery prior to COVID, but that went under and Salt and Straw has since opened in its space. Uh, a new M&M store has opened. Everglaze Donuts has opened. The infamous Gideon's Bakehouse that everybody loves has opened. Um, and then Cirque du Soleil drawn to life. And I want to say that may have been announced at D23 too. Um, it has reopened. Minor things have been completely redone. I don't talk about the idea that um, uh, some restaurants have been updated or refurbished, but the wave moving to Steakhouse 71, that, that was a big change. The Enchanted Bros Lounge at, Dis at Grand California, that was a big change. So I put that on the list. The bridge between the Magic Kingdom and Disney's Grand Floridian, that's that was added. Um, and then a couple of things that were controversial and kind of, well, I just remember when they were announced, D23, people were scratching their head. What is this Disney genie thing? And we now know what Disney genie thing it was. At the time, We there was some speculation that it would be so um, involved that it might put uh, travel planners out of business. It hasn't done that, um, but it has altered a lot about your stay at, uh, in the parks. Um, and then Magic Band Plus has been introduced, which is a more recent thing. That was not announced at D23, but it, it, um, it uh, has come about in the last year. A Port Canaveral terminal remodel was completely redone. And then finally, the Disney Wish came out. Um, not necessarily on Walt Disney World property, but I consider it part of the whole Walt Disney World Central Florida offering. And, you know, that's a billion plus dollar ship. When you look at that and then you add up the price tag on all of these things coming out, you're talking about a lot of money spent. And yet still to come, well, maybe, I mentioned that uh, I mentioned Tricycle D Ranch was moved for Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge that is stalled out permanently. And it's not certain. I would say, in fact, I would say of all the things still to come, this one is the most unlikely to come. If I think something will be put in that space, they've cleared the land for it. Um, but I think it will be a different look. And I do think it probably will be a DVC, but I think it will be a different look and feel. The new DVC wing for Disney's Polynesian Resort, that has only been announced in the last year. Um, Summer House has been announced as a restaurant that was supposed to go in where Beatrix is, across from Salt and Straw in the AMC Theater. That's under construction still. That has been a big hole. That was where Gloria Stefan's um, uh, bongos was, and it they shouldn't have taken that down so fast. The Drury Plaza Hotel, uh, David Zanola and I were talking about this the other day. Um, this The Plaza Hotel is one of the Lake Buena Vista 
hotels has been there for nearly the beginning of the Walt Disney World, but it's been completely gutted out and redone and added onto. And this is going to be Drury's, Drury's flagship hotel. Usually their hotel is more like five to seven floors and more box shape. This is a very different looking hotel, very large hotel. I think this is going to be a terrific value. And I think people looking for, um, looking to save money or looking for a really good value and still being on Disney World property technically, you may want to be looking into this. I think this is uh, not too far from getting complete. Maybe as early, maybe as early as Christmas, probably sometime in the new year. Flamingo Crossings, um, there is a whole residential uh, effort going on there um, to provide housing in that area. And so that's a whole build on in and of itself. And then finally, we have Disney Cruise Ships um, 6 and 7 to come. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear a little bit more about that in D23. And then also the Lighthouse Point in the Bahamas. Um, that is another Castaway Key kind of experience that will be uniquely Disney and dedicated to only Disney ships. And that is, um, I, construction I don't think is very far along, but it, but it is something still to come and they are under construction right now on that. Um, so when we take all of the things that we have announced that are still to come, we have a list of about 21 things. That list will probably add on by about five to 10 additional things in D23. We'll speculate on what that might be. And we'll talk about not only that, but things globally um, to be um, speculated on with D23. But I also want to come back to the number of announcements that have, or a number of things that have been created since the last D23. And that comes out to a total of 72 attractions, hotels, restaurant shops. That's a lot of things that have been created um, since, since August of 2019. If you haven't been to Walt Disney World in a while, if you haven't been to Epcot, since 2019, you're in for some real changes. Of course, more changes to come there. If you haven't been to Disney's Hollywood Studios, lots of changes there. So there's really, um, it's, it's. I think that there is still, uh, that we have, despite the slow progress that occurred to D23, I think most of the things that are still to come that were announced, D23 would have been built if there hadn't been COVID. But with COVID, it's all been slowed down, but I think they're still mostly here to come. And I think there are more things to come. And I think what has come is pretty significant. Well, that does it for this Disney at Play podcast. I hope um, in hearing about these things, you kind of got excited about uh, what's been built and what's to come. Again, next week, we're going to have a podcast talking about um, D23 and what will be projected there. And also, we've got another series going on toward the weekend. We're trying to get to a Tuesday morning and a Friday morning release. And that's spec going through the original handbooks 
of Walt Disney World back in 1971 looking at all of the different lands and resorts. So join us for that. Meanwhile, check out our Patreon account. We love any help you can give in supporting this podcast. It all goes back into the podcast. Check out um, the Wayfinder Society again at disneyatplay.com. You can see more details. Again, thank you for being with us and joining us in the words of Sinbad Storybook Voyage. Always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.